Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Pumping! This is the uh, unloved members of the Black Eyed Peas, Pete Donaldson and Luke Moore. Um, uh, Luke and Pete Shaw, we were thrown out after Where is the Love? But before, uh, let's get it started. Um, we, we, we were um, proud members of the Black Eyed Peas, but just Fergie, just we just could not deal with her. Um, she threw us out. And uh, now we're doing a podcast together. So um, pleasure to, to to speak to you once again, Luke. Um, are you enjoying? Yeah. Are you think of joining any um, um, chart topping beat combos in the future? Well, I, what people don't fully realise, I don't think, is mm. that the P in Black Eyed Peas actually stands for Pete Donaldson. Pete, yeah, Black Eyed um, Pete. Uh, yeah, Black Eyed Pete. Which is and, what happened uh, when we left. We had, we had a big fist fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been in the same room as Fergie, by the way. Yeah. Good. She yeah. wasn't that day. Did she wet herself, or am I thinking of someone else? That was on stage. I wasn't that there. Was then. On stage. You I've, got, I've got an alibi for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was in the uh, it was in the office. I was in I was uh, working right. in the music uh, business at the time, and uh, she was on the label that I worked at, and she came in. And um, I don't really have anything interesting to say that wouldn't be unnecessarily cruel, so I won't. Okay. Um, but but. Um, we were only ever, I mean, what I'm trying to say, Peter, to our listeners is that we were only ever really part-time touring members, weren't we? And, yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I will take a phone call occasionally from Will I Am, um, just to find out what he's up to. Yeah. Uh, he's still into his, um, he's still massively into his vaping, uh, really it- enjoys um, <laughs> gardening as well. He's doing yeah. all right, actually. He's not as tall as like, you'd expect. Uh, I, well, I heard him being interviewed by Alison Hammond uh, in the World's Most Tedious Interview uh, over the weekend on Radio 2. And, and you've done uh, a few, let's be fair. And I've, do- so and I've done a few, but none as quite as uh, asinine as, as, as the one she managed to bring to the table, I have to say. I mean, look, she's very charismatic, and obviously they're going for a... Uh, they obviously gave a job to Rylan, who's a very, um, a very vivacious kind of a, a exciting kind of uh, a character, charismatic guy, um, and he could definitely do the job. I think Alison Hammond, I'd, I shouldn't have to listen to to her doing a, a two-hour radio show, quite frankly, because no. she, she, she's she's very much. Uh, charismatic when she's doing like the uh, like the Blade Runner interviews and stuff. If you've ever seen him uh, interview um, uh, the, the the cast of the new Blade Runner film, very very funny. But do I need her doing links? Do I need her linking a show, an entire show together? Not really. Not for me, Clive. And I speak 
from a little bit of experience and a little bit of, uh, uh, I think... What, doing shit links? I might be, pound for pound, the, be- the better radio DJ than Alison Hammond. I'm going to say it. Uh, guys, <laughs> I'm going to say it. I reckon... I've got more to my game than Alison Hamm. And, I, and, 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 and you may laugh at me and go, Pete, there's a reason why she's on telly. There's a reason why she's on radio too. I go, fine, fine. I can be as unprofessional as she is. I can just, you know, just laugh my way through an that. interview. <laughs> giggle my way through an interview. Finally, I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. I'm sure she'll get better. I think, I think, we all um, get better. I, I, I massively Don't row back from it, you coward. Stick at it. <laughs> Fucking pathetic by if you. This show isn't, if this show isn't, isn't Alison Hammond should not be on the radio. Uh, I should Pete, not be paying listen, that licence fee. <laughs> listen, you've said that. Stick with it now. All People will right, respect fine. you if you rode back on it. Okay, and I would fine. say that I, I didn't I didn't know she was on Radio 2. I don't think I've... I think she was covering for Ryland. ...for a long time. Well, I think Ryland's excellent. Yeah, no, I, no, I completely agree. But I think they're trying to uh, just kind of throw the, 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 the throw. The, the, uh, when you see sort of DJs getting get, getting um, thrown in at the deep end, you sort of go, "That's not your fault," because you're always always going to say yes to, to to work, aren't you? You're always going to say yes to 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 a, to a better job, so or, or a bigger job, or or a more stable job. And and and, yeah. and she's been throwing the lines there. Oh yeah, yeah. But mm. I, I just the will yeah. I am interview was just very basic. What was wrong with it? It was just like. What have you been doing during lockdown? And then he'd say the answer, and then she'd ask her the, the same question again. What have you been eating during lockdown? And he'd say <laughs> that again. He goes, I, I, I write three songs. I write three songs a day. I write three songs a day, and then I walk out for two hours every day. That's what he's. That's what he's. That's how he talks. So I he, he sounds. How does he talk like that again? I walk out for two hours a day, and I release three. It sounds like Mitch Hedberg. I release three, I write three songs a day and I'm living in a castle. And he kept on going on about it, joking that he lived in an English, an English castle. Um, it was just Why so Why were you tedious. listening to this? I don't know. I was just, it was just, I, I don't even want a radio show anymore. I was just going, come on now. <laughs> come on. Come on. Pete, basically, you don't want a radio show anymore, but you also don't want anyone else to have one? I don't want Alison Hammond to have one. <laughs> Who else don't you want to have one? You and I've and I've succeeded. Well, that wish has been granted. You 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 left you you, you left talk sports, uh, so I'm happy now. So if I can't have one, nobody can have one. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is the this is these are the ramblings of a genuinely unhinged man. I know. I, I'm hot as well. I'm in I'm in the uh, Stakhanov studio, and it's uh, obviously during the summer months, which uh, we've kind of been to, 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 thanks to um, COVID and lockdown stuff. We've kind of missed a lot of the body heat that would usually be uh, present in the studio. So I think we've done pretty well uh, not to melt. Uh, but yeah, the, 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 it's, it's just been well, raining in London. Speaking of that, Peter. And, and, and just as I was slagging off Alison Hammond, the, the sun comes up. <laughs> yeah, just as you were slagging off Alison Hammond, you've literally got five minutes into this show and you're now doing a weather update. So <laughs> um, it might show, it might show travel exactly next. why. Sh- <laughs> yeah. Um, mate, speaking of the temperature, did you see something that broke earlier this week about Death Valley in California? Did it reach record temperatures or record low temperatures well, for this time? Because Death Valley's awful. Well, what happened was, so it's, uh, right, it's called, it's, <laughs> there's a part of Death Valley called Furnace Creek. Isn't that as hot? <laughs> Probably is. Um, and apparently at 3.41 on Sunday just gone, 3.41 p.m., the temperature hit 129.9 Fahrenheit <laughs> or 54.4 Celsius, uh, which could be the hottest reading ever reliably recorded on this planet. Now, the 
complication is that in 1913, there was talk of a slightly hotter um, the, uh, bit of data, which I think came in at 100 and what did I say? Yes, yeah, so apparently 134 Fahrenheit mm. has been clocked, um, but it was in 1913. I don't know if people are happy with the reliability of the data. Either mm. way, it's definitely the hottest day ever in um, in August in Death Valley. And I just wanted to bring it to the table because I did some interviews for some people who want to come work with us last week. And I had to do in my spare room on it when it was the hottest day of the year. And because of the fact that they were done over Zoom, mm. I couldn't really have the fan on and I had to have the right. window closed. And it got to 34 degrees <laughs> in my spare room. Now, this is 20 degrees hotter than that. And my brain can't even process how hot that would be. Luke Stein, hot cars. I like the idea that um, any new recruits would be seeing your beautiful, glistening face. God, my, my, my new boss is very shiny, very shiny. Well, I'm man. not much of a sweater, am I, famously? No, no. So I'm You're all like right. Prince I'm a bit of an yeah. <laughs> in many, in many different ways. I try to get in there and say I'm a bit like Alistair Cook, who's a famously an English cricketer who doesn't sweat, but you got right, right in there with the Prince yes, Andrew. Yeah, couldn't stop better. it. Well, as you know, look, so, it's it's too it's too obvious, mate. Because I, I, you, 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 we'd be talking the same language if we were talking about cricket. Because I'm just so across it, the bat and the ball, the smell of the cedar. I know. We found out <laughs> on Monday, cedar. We found out on Monday. But I just <laughs> well, want to, I just wanted to carry on very, very quickly with this Death Valley thing because I think that some people out there will be confused, as I was, about why it gets so hot there. Because, you know, you've got, you know, people understand that the equator is warm and the Earth is a certain shape. But there's a certain amount of, it's like a confluence of like different factors, which mm. makes Death Valley very, very hot. And the other, only other place I believe that is equivalently hot is a place in Libya, um, which roughly equivalent in terms of temperature. But because you, you would expect, if I said to you, oh, where, if you didn't know, you'd think, well, where's the hottest place? You'd probably say something like the Middle East, right? Like yeah, Saudi Arabia or, the or, Africa's Qatar or something, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's apparently to do with the fact that um, in Death Valley particularly, there's four main things. One is that um, because it's low, it's mostly rocks, it's, mm. it, it experiences what's known as solar heating, which I think is roughly equivalent to why London is a few degrees hotter than elsewhere outside the big city, because there's loads of rocks and loads of concrete which heats up, um, and it's um, it, sun is the sun basically just warms the rocks and they right. just they then respond by releasing heat. Then um, the the, um, the 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 warm air gets trapped because of the high um, steep kind of valley walls, if you like, the mountains around the valley, so it can't escape. Um, and then there's migration of warm air from other areas, and then the mountain winds come from other hot areas, which are really very hot as well. Um, so you've essentially got the perfect topographic conditions for what is essentially a natural oven, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think. Would you uh, like to go there? I don't know if you can yeah, so, go there. I think they might stop you certain times. Really? Do you reckon? Because it's like um, it's isn't it Las Vegas? Because because it, Las Vegas is just like a bit of a. It's a bit of a ball. It's, it's it's a bit of like a like a like a like a nail in in, in just a just a just a big desert. And it's just it was just kind of like created by by man. <laughs> like this, come here and gamble in, in the middle of nowhere. I remember the drive from San Francisco yeah. across 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 through like Modesto and, and a place like that to be um, right. Just there's just nothing there in between there and uh, the coast. 
Well, this is quite interesting because, um, as ever, these kind of things are politicised as well. So, mm. in uh, so Libya do actually claim a fifty-eight degree Celsius temperature recorded in nineteen twenty-two, but there was an investigation seven years ago mm. um, by the World Meteorological so- Organization who dismissed it and said it was completely unreliable and couldn't be claimed, mm, right, which okay. they got pissed off about. So, like, it's, it's like a bit of a claim to fame. I don't, I don't really know why. <laughs> it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, we we will need yeah. humanitarian aid pretty soon because this is fucking ridiculous. All I, I'm saying, Pete, is if, if the World Meteorological Organization want to come and investigate the circumstances around my flat last Wednesday, mm. they are welcome to do so. I've got witnesses. I've got evidence. Um, I've got. I took a photo of the th- thermostat in the house and everything, so I can't really dismiss it. What do you What do you reckon? Like, I would bring in. I wouldn't bring in like independent um, scientific um, uh, research and, and, and thought and, and, and measurements. I, I would bring in Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas. Uh, yeah. uh, man, it's a hot one. Like seven inches yeah. from the midday sun. Uh, I'd bring them in. Give and, me and, a hot real <laughs> or else forget about it. Not that one. The other one. No, no, the other. The other. <laughs> There's a guy on Twitter who just keeps on um, tweeting Rob Thomas with uh, the phrase, man, it's a hot one. Hot one here, Rob. <laughs> hot one. Every day. Is it like every Limmy, day, Limmy, who, or, Limmy who, who, who tweets every single day? Yeah. Limmy tweets, check out um, Get Lucky by Daft Punk if you can, Sound of the Summer. Sound of the Summer, He's done yeah, that yeah, every yeah, day yeah, yeah, since... Yeah. Like three years. But um, um, oh, I admire it. Oh, Gav, uh, Gav from uh, Regular Features, a very, very good podcast. He uh, he's part of the RKG lot, and he uh, every time I, I think he's got like a he's got it set up to. I think at the start of the month he he checks out when Jurassic Park is on the television, and he'll uh, and, and 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 when it starts he'll it'll automatically post on Twitter. Um, there's a film called Jurassic Park on Channel Four. At the moment, sounds a bit yeah. far fetched, but I'll stick with it. And 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 every time, every time it's on, <laughs> it's always on ITV too. It's like, always on ITV too. It really, really is. Uh, and but but look, it works because I think it's like the same thing of like putting friends on every day uh, on Channel Four and beyond. It's it's just something that people will watch, and it's quite cheap to, cheap programming. You put on Jurassic Park, you're gonna get eyes. Yeah, I believe I believe that when um, Netflix acquired Friends, everyone was like, "What are they doing that for?" And yeah. it's the most viewed show on there by miles, basically. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's that's why they're doing it very easy to watch. I'd, I'd say I'd say the uh, resurgence and of uh, the, the 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 rebirth of interest in the US office has been similar you know it's on Amazon Prime anyone who's got a Prime account can watch it I think it's on Netflix as well and so kids are watching it and because it's just really easy you know it's 20 quid uh, 20 um, road tested slightly edgy humour slightly dated humour uh, in 2020 but it's, it's you know 20 minutes of, of fun and then out all the characters are there it's, uh, it's cracking and, and, and there are yeah. infinite amounts of them and I've watched uh, the I'm, I'm, in my, I'm finishing off my fourth run at it incredibly and inexplicably despite what people on Twitter who've got like 400 followers and put in their bio that they only watch Mongolian art house movies think mm. most people aren't like that are they no they're really not they're really no. really can I, can I mention something Pete that I forgot to mention on Monday mm. and I know you'll have zero interest in it but I'm quite passionate about it so I'll mention it anyway is that um, I really enjoyed watching Ronnie O'Sullivan win his sixth world title in the world snooker on Sunday um, and what he has been able to achieve in the sport is actually quite ridiculous. He, mm. he, he's he been at the very top of the game without even really trying, for the most part, for now 27 years. He won his first Triple Crown title at 17. He's now 44 and has just won the world title again, right? He is, when people talk about the last dance and Michael Jordan being the best that any sportsman's ever been at anything ever, Ronnie O'Sullivan is right up there with the most naturally talented sportsman that's ever lived, not just in this country, but around the world. And to put it in perspective, 
in 2012, he won the world title, right? Mm. Uh, he then took the whole of 2013 and 2012-13 off, came back for the following world title without playing any snooker and won it again. <laughs> it's, it's not even it's not even fair it's it's funny and i guess snooker probably isn't uh regarded as being the you know because i guess physical more physical sports um you have a much l- more limited um kind of lifespan uh but you spoke very eloquently about him last week and how incredibly he's he's he's, he's able to do what he does and, and and he's quite funny and chippy about it he's in good nick as well he does, he does lots of running doesn't he ronnie o'sullivan he's, uh, yeah, he's, a he's a runner, very um I sent. I sent a, um, a, a. He's got a publicly. I think he's got a public Strava for his running, so you can look at, it, look at his times and stuff. Mm. And um, I sent um, his 10k PV to my mate Lee, who's a really big runner, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't have it. He's like, no fucking way. I'm not having it. No way has he done that. That's seven minutes faster than my PV. He can't do that. But apparently, he's a very naturally talented runner as well. Yeah. Brilliant. I love that. I I, I like those kind but of. But he's like, just. A, he's just a genius, right? Yeah. He's just, he's just like the the, the the general consensus around something like snooker is you have to have a bit of talent, of course. But it's just practice, 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 and it's one of those really kind of mentally draining pursuits because you spend a lot of time on your own in a dark room. Some of them spend seven, eight hours a day just potting balls. Jeez. And Ronnie, although I'm sure he does practice, doesn't really do that. Uh, and yet it's still better than all of them. Even Stephen Hendry, who's widely regarded as, as being the best ever, who's had um, seven world titles to Ronnie O'Sullivan six. Mm. Stephen Hendry even says he's the best player ever. You know, it's not even like a, a closely run thing. So it's just it's just incredible what he's been able to do, like naturally with with... Yeah, he's, he's just—he's essentially just a genius. I know you've got to take that kind of phrase on a term under caution because it means different things to different people. And some will say that you know, there's no such thing as genius. It's all about practice. I mean, I don't really see how you can explain the phenomenon of Ronnie O'Sullivan without acknowledging the idea that he is just supremely talented, way over and above everyone else. It's—it's it's, it's kind of interesting how. how he's had his own mental health problems as well, by the way, which have manifested themselves in different different respects, but. What he's been able to do, I think, has been—it's astonishing, really. And he and he should be what what more widely regarded for it. I mean, I, th- I know that um, someone piped up the other day saying that there's no way he shouldn't have been sports personality of the year by now. I mean, like some mm. of the people who've won it, you, you, they've walked past you, walked past him in the street, and you wouldn't know who they were. Mm. O'Sullivan's been at the top of his game for for 27 years. Stephen Hendry's the best player in terms of winning the most world titles. I think he won his last world title at 30, and mm. Ronald O'Sullivan's just done it at 44 years old. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't happen. It's incredible what he's been able to do. Well, look, study his brain. It must there must be something going on there that's not going on anywhere else in in, in humankind. But it's yeah. What it's, do you reckon it is? Big hippocampus. That's the only bit of the brain I remember. The big the hippocampus, just massive, just just a big fat greasy hippocampus. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a bloody expert. That, um, I? Did you see that um, in? Um... In that show, that, that film Free Solo with the guy who free climbs El Capitan mm. and, they, and he goes for a... Have you seen the movie? I think you have. No, 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 you have. You have. Okay. At, at one point, he goes into a um, hospital and gets an MRI. Yeah. And um, they find out that the bit of his brain that kind of manages fear is just like completely non-existent. Is it? Would they find that? Would they find, would they find that? I mean, that seems like... That's overreaching what the hospital should be doing. <laughs> what do you mean he's asked to do it he's been asked to go in there he's oh right okay. oh so this oh, okay so right okay so so so, so pin him down i thought it, it sounded like he just went in for an unrelated you know cardiogram or something and just they just went 
no, oh, no. Your so, fear so, gland is so small. What's wrong with when you? You're, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a Simpson sketch. When, uh, when you're when you're three thousand meters up in the air or whatever it is, with no ropes on, and you're still climbing, and you're not getting sweaty palms, and you're so focused it doesn't affect you. Mm. They want as part of the movie. They wanted to find out why he was able to do that. Right. Okay. Like, I see. Every every kind of natural reaction or inclination of, of most human beings would be to get the sensations that you would get which which attribute themselves to fear so it could be for any reason but you know what it's like you'll get a dry mouth you'll get sweaty palms mm. you'll start to be a bit twitchy An and he doesn't get any of that so they went to try and find out why that was basically very interesting uh, well we're going to hit ad break we're back very 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 soon with uh, more of your emails before we do though Pete oh. I just want to let you know if you haven't seen the film what happens is they scan his brain why is he so good at rock climbing mm. it comes back and his brain is just a gigantic rock cliff it's a bit cliff hot hot Death Valley Cliff. That's all, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, exactly. We'll be back in a second. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
And we're back. Luke, I do not mind admitting I've taken my top off in the Stakhanov studio. Is that allowed? Whoa. I don't know. We'll find out if any of our colleagues walk in and, and shout I at can't me. stop you. You can't stop me. I can't stop you, yes. mate. Yes. Nor would I want to. No, exactly. It, it's just, it's, too, it, it's got too hot and I'm wearing, I'm not wearing the dad jeans that I'm, I'm famous for, but I have got my top <laughs> I've, I've, I've literally got, I'm looking at the reflection of the door. If I hear the door go, I've got, a second and a half before people can see my nip nips. So I, it's I'm on tent hooks. I'm excited. I'm exhilarated. <laughs> you shouldn't like, be excited. You should be focused. <laughs> well, I'm laser focused on the show, but also yeah. not scaring uh, Katie or Charlie, who are, who are our colleagues. <laughs> With my nip Given that you have played several nude pranks on me in that studio over the years, you no, should be well I've not. What you've got I've not got my bits out in this studio, mate. I don't think so. Anyway, I've got photos. I can share it. I'll share them if you want. There's 4K footage. If there's 4K footage of my wanger, that's out of order, Luke. <laughs> 4K makes it sound really impressive. <laughs> four kilograms. It's actually 4K footage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, four centimeters. Um, Chris has got in touch uh, with the show. Uh, huge thanks for the podcast and making the last few months more bearable. Mate, Chris, thank you for listening. Uh, firstly, just picking up something from last Thursday's episode uh, where uh, Luke said that there was a coffee that went through and came out of the digestive uh, system of an ocelot. Unfortunately, the ocelot is a small carnivorous cat from uh, Central South America who are carnivores. Uh, and they're, uh, they snack mainly on iguanas, rodents, rabbits, etc. I presume you wouldn't want what comes out of them after a, a big session on the iguanas. Um, the mammal that Famously digest the coffee beans to create a copy luwak or luvak maybe uh, is well it'd be luwak wouldn't it? Um, it's from Southeast Asia and it's called a civet. There are twelve species of civet, oh, yes, counting right. nocturnal mammal. They're found across the tropical rainforests of Asia and Africa. So there you go. Mm. Um, anyway, after the That's civet right, yeah. ocelot debate, I wanted to pick you up on the. Bizarre funeral habits of people around the world following uh, Pete chatting about stripper funerals. In Sulawesi, uh, Indonesia, uh, there is a, re- a region called T- Tana Toraja. Um, yeah, a, a few years ago, um, I found myself there and ended up attending a funeral. When someone dies, they keep the body semi-mummified in the bedroom of the family home until they've saved enough money for a, a suitably <laughs> lavish funeral. This can take up to two years and the family sleep in the uh, communal areas while the body lies in the rest of the bedroom. Part of the funeral ceremony then is to sacrifice over 12, 20 buffaloes by hacking their throats with machetes in front of the funeral That's attendees. That's too many. That's too many. Each buffalo uh, and its meat then gets given to different people in the local community. A bizarre funeral experience in Indeed, yeah, just like a, a, a shriveled up, uh, uh, mummified um, body. What part of the world is that in, Pete? Uh, Indonesia, I believe. I think it's just in, yeah, yeah, because Indonesia. I, I, I think I think um, what he's referencing there is referenced in the film Apocalypse Now. In the mm. end, when they do whatever they do, I don't want to spoil it, even though it's made in the seventies. But they Shoppers. they they interspose. I uh, saw sort of they kind of intersperse shots of what's happening with uh, the ritual sacrificing of a buffalo and i think that movie was shot in the philippines so mm. i think i think that might be exactly what he's talking about that kind of thing didn't they try and touch, uh, argue that um no buffaloes were harmed or something in, in, in that movie just obviously i mean come on Codswallop. yeah <laughs> absolute I mean, that, bullshit that is- yeah, there's a lot of controversy around that movie because I'm pretty sure that um, the director ended up like loaning load of helicopters from a government that was actually listed on a banned government list. Lovely, doing business with the United States, so he broke all, all sorts of kind of um, sanctions. It's uh, he, was doing, he was basically mad. He was mad what was getting up to. It shits on uh, Apple and uh, I've seen Apple and uh, Epic are having a fight about Fortnite. 
uh, the video game that um, that every every kid every kid in the yeah, world yeah. I've also playing. seen that. Um, I've also seen that if the US go ahead with this thing about banning WeChat, WeChat. that Apple are going to have to say goodbye to forty five billion dollars worth of revenue in China. Oh, it will be. There's no way they can do that because it, WeChat is like everything. It's like it, it's a payment processing thing as well, right? Payment processing. You can book cabs. You can get food. You can get your friends. It's it's your whole life. It's 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 a it's an incredible right. piece of work. You can, you can gift people money with the red envelope system. It's like it's it's a it's a fully fun. It, it's what if if you had a government who just allow you to just do whatever the fuck you want, that is the product that you get out of it. A lot of the a lot of the products are obviously disabled in the West, but yeah, it, it's it it's everything. Like obviously, um, I think Japan's got Line, uh, the Chinese have got WeChat, and 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 it's just a whole suite of it's your social media, it's your cabs, it's your food, it's your everything. Excuse you, um, and it's your cab. Did you order a cab on WeChat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh, it, it will be incredible. But the idea that uh, Fortnite has got so big that Epic think that they could just sort of go, fucking come at us, Apple. We're gonna do, we're gonna do our own little. Uh, we're, we're gonna do Epic our own. Based. Uh, they're American, I think. Yeah, they're, but they, I mean they've got okay, they've right. got studios all around the world. But they, they literally Fortnite has gotten to such a size that they think they can take on Apple and say, look, you're not taking thirty percent of all of our money. Um, because huh. even even though it's it's pretty flat all over, everybody they take thirty percent off everybody, um, apart from the yeah. film side of things. But yeah, they, they think they can they think they can go toe to toe with Apple, and the only winner. What's will the fallout going to be? Apple. Well, they made it. They were clearly preparing. Um, they, they clearly were prepared for Apple to take them off the store and the Google Play Store as well, um, because they prepared a fully um, CGI'd animation of like a parody of an old Apple advert that nobody fucking remembers, um, like a 1984 free Fortnite hashtag bollocks. And basically, weapon uh, uh, people have talked about it a lot over the weekend, but weaponizing uh, gamers, which is never a good idea because gamers are incredibly insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, how, but Pete, why would it affect the Google? Why would it affect the Google Play Store? As well, well, similar. So I think Google, Google take if you're on the oh Google same place, rate, they, okay. they, they, they take the same rate. So, so Epic took um, basically added an extra bit of code into their system and said, look, you can get these points and you know you can get this in-game currency a little bit cheaper if you go through us because uh, obviously Apple and Google aren't playing aren't taking their their uh, their thirty percent if you go through straight through Epic. But yeah, obviously it's um, it's like it, it was not checked. If by this Apple. precedent is set, Peter, if this precedent mm. is set, will you stop taking thirty percent of my income? <laughs> look, you make look. This is the reason why Blondie is still touring. You make decisions <laughs> when you are younger in your career that you live to regret for yeah. the rest of it. And if you like, can't, like in, um, I was going to say, like in this country, when um, she doesn't get her, her mum won't celebrate her birthday because she says that she sold her birthday five years ago for two hundred quid. <laughs> <laughs> nice, lovely old job. So I'm not celebrating now. You knew what you were doing five years ago when you sold it for two hundred quid. <laughs> not having a birthday present this year. You know what you've done. So two hundred quid is such a good uh, line. It's such a for good a amount of money. Massive. It's such a good amount. Yeah. It's because it's, it's a decent amount of money that you would sell your birthday for. But obviously, you the idea that a parent would do that's such a good. She game. spends it all on in-app purchases on a game anyway. Does she um, it? Yeah. Listen, we've, let's do one more email because we've got yeah. an email from another pilot and it's Pilot Claude, who I don't think we've heard oh, from before. Oh, bonsoir. So very hello, to, a very uh, warm 
Welcome mm. and hello to you, Claude. He says, uh, hi, guys. Hope you're well. Thanks again for all the pods keeping us entertained. Definitely made lockdown easier. Just thought I'd get in touch because you mentioned us pilots sitting around doing nothing at the minute, which is mostly true. I wasn't flying for three months over lockdown and then was luckily one of the first pilots to be called back around mid-June. It's been strange going back to work with a lot of new procedures, mainly revolving around masks. More and more people seem to be kicking off about them and giving the cabin crew a hard time. Hopefully people understand that it will just be the rule for some time and we have to get used to it. Uh, that's another story, though. There are quite a lot of pilots obviously still on furlough and practically all airlines are proposing big pilot cuts, sadly. Our union has been talk in talks for ages with the company to reduce the redundancies, but it's not lot, uh, not looking great for a lot of folk, but hopefully they can save as many jobs as possible. Back to your point about pilots sitting around twiddling their thumbs. I managed to get a concussion and whiplash last weekend playing Gaelic football. I fell oh, backwards geez. with a lot of force and smacked my head on the ground. So I've been grounded since then because I have to take some rest and get some I get some rest and take some painkillers I can't go back until I get signed off by various doctors uh, so yeah it's back to sitting around playing FIFA and dossing around for the time being all the best Claude Claude can I just say you sound like one of the more hapless pilots we've heard from and I wouldn't <laughs> oh, like to like fly it. with you I, like I would it. not like to fly with he's you he's clearly got a concussion um, enjoying something you know it's something a little less systemic and you know a little less uh, kind of stressful and, and, and look where it's got him I mean I, mean, I would abhor playing a pilot on FIFA they'd be so precise uh, they would know um, they, 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 they have to have very kind of organised minds um, so good angles probably, probably good angle yeah great angles judgement flight of the ball you know the ball dynamics would be all up in their up in their heads it'd be a nightmare oh and the language from the muse <laughs> yeah but in Claude's case yeah, in Claude's case he's actually got a serious about a concussion, so you probably fancy your chances beating him. Yeah, but I mean, he'd be he'd be on the he'd be on the Xbox Live headset because obviously they used to wearing headsets, and they'd be like, uh, "True, good yeah. afternoon, everyone." Um, Can I just say, Pete, you're playing I pilot you Claude here. You probably have to, uh, yeah. The, the the altitude we're playing at is approximately zero <laughs> feet. Um, he, you must really hurt yourself to get whiplash from hitting your head on the floor. Whiplash. Yeah, like for like forward whiplash, presumably. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he's I, I didn't really. He's had the sense knocked like out that. of him. <laughs> Anyway, on that bombshell, wow. on that whiplashy bombshell, we're going to get out of here. That's it for the Luke and Pete show this week. We will, of course, be back on Monday, as we always are. Do keep your emails, your missives, your messages, your comments coming in. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. We are at Luke and Pete show on Twitter. Leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts as well if you like the show. That really helps us, and we'd appreciate it. But all that's left for me to say now is have a lovely weekend. Go well. Look after yourselves. It's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from Pete as well. Bye-bye. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.